0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the Lazy Boy QBs podcast. Y'all don't know how good it feels to say that again. We are back. This is the start of Season 2, Episode 54. Jonathan, the one, the only, who are we giving Episode 54 to? I'm going to let you take this one over because you're a South Beach guy.
1: Hey, man, you know, uh, the F up, you know, guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, Zach Thomas linebacker the greatest middle linebackers ever same numbers as brian urlacher and you even mentioned london fletcher being the hall of fame and zach cannot get his name in there kevin mawai has said that zach thomas was the best linebacker he played against put that man in pen god i don't want to start on the wrong foot i'm glad <laughs> to be back chad you know it's been a long break uh i kind of forgot about football a little bit a lot of football in the past <laughs> month and a half yeah. but you know lately last week last couple of weeks just been dabbling back into the podcast you know into different football shows and news and I'm craving it again.
0: Isn't it fun? I was going to say, isn't it fun to turn your football brain back on? I know for some people, there are some people out there who theirs never turns off. I admit, Mm. and I know this might sound bad as a podcast guy, Mm. but... I can't compete with those people because I can't keep mine on for 365 days a year. I just I just can't. And I think this break that we just had kind of showed that for me at least. But I, mine, I'm starting to crank it back up again, buddy. I'm starting to crank it back up.
1: Hey, hey, Chad, I love my wife and all that stuff. And I want to spend the rest of my life with her. But, hey, you know, it helps when she goes away for a month. I miss her a lot more when she comes back, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> that that's how football is, too, man.
0: Exactly. You just need you just need space apart to appreciate it a little bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Um Jonathan, look, man, we cut. Ca- we probably waited too long to do this. We got some shout-outs we got to give. Season 2, but you know we're still respecting the people who've been with us since day one. Who we shouting out, boss?
1: Man, definitely got to shout out Demetrius Green, uh AKA Titus, heavy on the Twitter, uh huge Carolina Panthers fan always giving me feedback on, on, on the podcast, including you. So you better step up your game for Season 2, Chad.
0: I know. I know, man. I'm ready. I'm ready. And also, before we get started, and guys, I promise we got a great episode today, so we're going to get right into it. But we got to shout out the 305, Oh. the wow, 757, wow, and the 786. <laughs> guys, it's Season 2, but I'm still... This is this is episode one of season two, but I'm in mid-season form already. I'm yes, in mid-season sure. form huh?
1: already. Man, that's a false start for me. Oh, by <laughs> penalty.
0: I tell you what, in that case, you'll lose the coin toss when we start our back and forth for the next discussion. <laughs> um, and, guys, that'll tease us into what we have planned today. Jonathan... <clears throat> We talk about ad nauseum. What's the most important position in the NFL? Quarterback. Okay, okay. My part, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say quarterback, and then there's like a chasm, and then there's like whatever the next position is.
1: Hey, um, hey, hey, stop with the big words.
0: I know. My bad. My...
1: <laughs> chasm.
0: And, Jonathan, would you say coaching is important as well?
1: I mean, how many times have we seen good teams suck because they have bad coaching? Oh, oh, I know.
0: Um, ooh, ooh, pick me, the 2020 LA Chargers. Shout out Anthony ooh. Lynn, by the way. Ooh, hey man, I'm sorry. Couldn't
1: I'm... even make the list this year, huh? In the coaching <laughs>
0: ranks. Well, he's not coaching anybody right now, so.
1: Exactly. That's why yeah. he couldn't even make the list. Exactly.
0: Year, huh? I know. I felt bad when well, I couldn't put him at 32.
1: Um, oh no, no. That that spot is always going to be reserved for Adam Gase. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. Adam Gase is going to be coaching high school in 10 years, we're still going to have him bottom no, of our QB
1: rankings. No, no. That's that's a lot for him.
0: <laughs> well, I tell you what, what's going to be funny in 10 years when he does get, when he does coach a high school team is somehow Frank Gore is going to find eligibility cuz he's going to ask him to be the running back. <laughs>
1: You know you that's happening. Him on. He's like, I missed some credits back in the day. So, exactly. Uh... Night school. Night school.
0: Um, so, yeah. So, we established quarterbacks important. coach is pretty important. So, we figured why not start season two off with a simple low list. Me and Jonathan, back and forth. We got our top five QBs, our top five coaches. And, Jonathan, when we have – the good, we gotta have the ugly as well. Mm. Bottom five QBs and bottom five coaches.
1: Controversial lists.
0: Very, very. I know we're gonna piss people off in episode one, so that's that's a, always a good way to start. Um, let's just jump right into it with the quarterbacks, man, because we've been playing around for too long. Um, yeah. Top five quarterbacks, Jonathan. I was just playing, man. I want to give you the first pick because I, I have good manners, uh, so I got to give you the first pick.
1: Who is I your mean... number
0: one quarterback? going into the 2021 season?
1: I, I, I'll i be honest with you, man. Like, I don't think this is a debate, so we can just move on to number two, but it, it has to be Patrick Mahomes, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And and, I mean, and, but, and, and you know, I know you said it's not a debate, but let's at least spend a little time talking about the guy. I mean... Okay,
1: four, four, four seasons in the NFL, three yes. as a full-time starter, three yes. playoff appearances, two Super Bowl appearances, one, one Super Bowl win, should have made a third Super Bowl, you know, Justin against Houston. Against New England.
0: Or no, who was the guy that lined up offsides? It was D Ford. Yeah, D Ford. D Ford. Sorry. Sorry. I knew it was one of those outside rushers
1: for them. I mean, won, won the MVP as a full time starter. I mean, he had a bad year last year because he threw for, what, 38 touchdowns? <laughs> yeah, last year. I, it, it was, was a down here.
0: <laughs> it was funny because I was looking at his stats in preparation yeah. for this podcast. And I was like, man, Mahomes. Maybe the league's starting to figure Mahomes out because his stats are trending downward, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, okay, no, he just had somehow the greatest season in NFL history in his first year, and it's like, no shit, you can't repeat that every year after that. And by the way, his numbers are still better than pretty much any other guy in the league.
1: So. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, right? It, it's ridiculous how in the pre-draft process, all we could think about is him. Oh, he's an air raid offense guy, oh, right? Yeah. He, oh, he's yeah. a Texas Tech system guy, and, and, and this guy has just crushed it, oh, crushed yeah. it in, in, in the NFL. I mean, Chad, I, I'm looking at the numbers here, man. Like, where where are my numbers? Oh, I'm, oh, dude, <laughs> this dude threw in three seasons, right?
0: I, I know, I know. He's in, he's a-
1: 114 touchdowns, man. It, 20, it's like 24 picks. I mean.
0: You don't even do that. Like, when you create a player on Madden and put him all 99, which I know we've all done, and you don't have to admit it, but I will for everybody. No, I've
1: never done it. I've never done it. I go wow. the hard okay. way. Okay. Okay. I go the hard way. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. talking
0: about, like, eight years old playing Madden. But okay, we've all built that 99 quarterback and just tried to see how great of a season we could have. You can't even put up numbers like that over three years with those guys. So, for Mahomes to do that in his first three years, just figuring out the NFL, I mean – i think it's ridiculous and and i i don't think we appreciate enough actually how good he is sometimes
1: yeah well little quick real quick uh you know johnny Ryder, you know back in madden 99 used to play with the broncos they used to run <laughs> hit halfback sweep to the right with terrell, terrell davis, davis god game man only you
0: would be the guy who you know what i'm gonna go get mad and i'm just gonna get it so that way i can do a run play for four straight quarters <laughs> i love you man i love you <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and move on to, to the next spot, number two. Johnny, is this unanimous as well, or, or is there a little bit of controversy starting to creep in here?
1: There's definitely some controversy to keep creeping.
0: Okay. Who do you, you have know, in this spot?
1: I, I have Aaron
0: Rodgers. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. I mean,
1: uh, let, let's be honest here. I mean, that's who I have. Who do you have, Chad? I,
0: I, I have Tom Brady in this spot. Hmm. Mr. Mm Seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady, that is.
1: Oh, 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 okay, and and, and I got you, right? Yeah. But we're looking at 2021. Absolutely. Are you telling me that there's going to be no drop-off? You're not ready for the drop-off yet?
0: I I think we're to the point now with, and I think this is how it is across professional sports. We're seeing Mm. guys do stuff at such a different level than we've ever seen before that to just assume the drop-off is going to occur without any evidence – I would say it's almost foolish because, you know, I'm not going to lie. Brady had like, we saw it at the end of the new England tenure. He just wasn't as good. He, he was not as good in the end of the new England tenure. And then last year he came back and had an amazing season for Tampa Bay. So I, yep. by no means do I think that he doesn't have another great season in him. Now, obviously he's more susceptible to injury. As we found out though, does injury matter for him? Cause he came out and leaked that he played all of 2020 with a torn MCL. Torn MCL. Yeah. So, which by the way, like there are guys around the league, like that sounds awesome in the press bit, but guys around the league have been like, "Hey, like, you know, that's great, but you you can do that." You know what I mean? It's not like someone playing, it's not like Rivers playing the 08 AFC title game on a torn ACL. So, right. Well, as as great of a feat it was, pumped the brakes <clears throat> a little bit, but yeah, I think Brady can still have just as good of a season Next or this upcoming year, as he did last year, and last year I thought he was probably the best or second best QB in the league, then so that's why I have him in the spot.
1: I mean, look, man, B- Brady the Great with yeah. all those weapons that he has, right? You know, and, and, and they're bringing everybody back pretty much, right? Yeah. All 22 I, mean, I was gonna say, all 22, yeah, on, yeah, including all 11 um offensive starters, five offensive linemen. Uh, I, I get it, but. Aaron Rodgers is just on freaking fire
0: oh no he is he absolutely is
1: and all the crap that we keep giving the green bay packers about not giving him any weapons right Uh, of not adding to the the wide receiver core and he still goes out there throws for 48 touchdowns only five picks chad
0: yeah i mean that was that was insane that was insane
1: in my opinion i am not sure if tom brady makes it as far as he did last year without the supporting cast.
0: Oh yeah. For sure. And I think part of this is it's tricky because, you know, mm-hmm. part of it is you want to look at what a guy is just in isolation, you know, without yeah. any of the teammate shit or any of that. But, mm-hmm. you know, when I when I was doing this exercise, I was like, "Well, we're talking about guys for the 2021 season and I guess Rodgers are not 100% sure, but With all most of the guys on these lists, we know what team they're going to be on in 2021, so that kind of does have to factor in as well. So I agree with you. Brady was definitely Mm. a beneficiary, but with that being said, I think you kind of have to factor that in a little bit at least.
1: If that's going to factor in, you're going to hate my number three guy.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, You want to just go ahead and go there, Ben, because – I had Rodgers as my three guys, So we kind of just spent right. some time on him. So I don't think we need to spend, you know, any more any any time saying anything more about him. Um although I will kind of add a quick nugget that we that kind of just mm-hmm. came up recently is we found out the Packers had offered him a two-year contract extension this offseason to make him the highest paid player in the league kind right. of as a, "Hey, we know we fucked you over, but can you just sign this two-year deal real quick and maybe we can just forget about it and make up." Uh and much to no one's surprise, Rogers said, Yeah, fuck that. I have money. That's basically what he told him. (laughs) Um so who's your three guy boss?
1: I guess this is where the controversy starts, but man, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, I I mean if if you're looking at raw talent at the quarterback position, absolutely this guy is amazing. Yeah, okay. and to
0: and to be clear, we didn't establish that we were talking about, you know, roster situation included or anything. This is kind of right. just how I had my take on it. So I kind of yeah. like that how we kind of we'll see how the rest of our list differ a little bit.
1: Look, man, I know this team was bad last year, right? It yeah. it, it, it was it was really bad and we blamed a lot of it on Bill O'Brien and his GM tactics, you know. Yeah. Uh you know, trading away uh DeAndre Hopkins, uh shipping off Jadavian Clowney. Uh, you know, JJ Watt. Eventually, I know, I know, he just happened this off season, but he's out of there too. Now it's a whole rebuild situation. But last year, Deshaun Watson, it, it was the only hope that team had.
0: Oh, for sure,
1: right? For sure. And and there were some close games in there. And, and the reason why it was because of Deshaun Watson.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the they have they have nothing. They had nothing, they had nothing last nothing. year. And it's, it, it. I mean, it reminds me as a Wizards fan. It reminds me of having to watch Bradley Beal sometimes just carry a shit Wizards team, where it's like you're getting no help at all, but you're just. He's just so damn good as an individual talent. Talking about Watson at this point is just yeah. so damn good as an individual talent that he's able to keep his team in games for the most part. Now, obviously, there were some games they ran into where it's like, hey, man, he can't control, you know, the defense or anything like that. Yeah. But, but, and that was uh, honestly the thing that let him down most last year.
1: Yeah, you know, 33 touchdowns last year, you know, uh, almost 5,000 passing yards. But you also got to take into consideration, if you look at sports bucky Vegas right now, right? Because it seems like he's not going to play. Yeah. He's not going to play this year. But, you know, this team is the outright favorite by far. To have the to number one the, pick. Number one pick last year. Yeah and if yeah. you didn't if you had the sean watson you could maybe talk yourself off that ledge probably still a bad team i do i do think that they made a lot of great pickups not great they did a lot of free agent signings and sometimes bringing in different energy guys have been around the block for a while that can kind of boost up your team especially yeah. you, you've got a jacksonville jaguars on your division you're playing a rookie quarterback there was something there right And if you had the sean watson, Maybe not a playoff team, but at least a competitive team. Without Deshaun Watson in that team. Yeah, they're you know, they're a joke. And, and, and also, look at all the teams that were trying to trade for Deshaun Watson yeah. in in the offseason, right? Absolutely. You, 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 you had the Carolina Panthers. I know that the, the Denver Broncos wanted to take a shot at it help Miami, Miami. I was, for sure you know it, take you for two I went away really quick when Deshaun Watson's name yeah. came on the block
0: New York so, Jets wanted to get involved All the oh teams. yeah
1: I, so you can't tell me the guy sucks and and, and to be in a losing team and, and still teams have so much interest that they were talking about trading three four first round picks for this guy yeah you know
0: No, I I completely agree. It
1: it, it shows me that from a football perspective, if he played this year, he's right up there for me.
0: Yeah, and honestly, I I probably would have had him in my five or very close to my five if I would have considered him. But exactly like what you said, I really don't think there's a situation where he plays this year. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was only kind of looking for this season, so I didn't even really put him in the thought process, really. Um, but definitely, I mean, if we're just talking about talent and we can just go grab guys, mm-hmm. like he's, he's easily, I mean, if you're talking about build your franchise, he's maybe two or three, you know, if you take this, maybe yep. this off the field stuff away. I mean, you're maybe going Mahomes, maybe another guy we're going to get to who I'm going to just segue it to. Cause I'm smooth like that. Yeah. And that's Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Watson is in that conversation as well, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about yeah. a guy who. Made a huge. I I would argue, and Jonathan, I was thinking about this. um mm-hmm. I would argue maybe made the biggest one year leap of any quarterback that I've seen that I could remember in a long, long, long time. I don't really count Mahomes because we didn't see him as anything before. You know, I'm talking about a guy who had started one year, okay. had the off season, and then the next year just was like. A player.
1: Her- Herbert did uh, from college. Uh, oh, yeah. college really oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And don't think I didn't want to put it, trying to find a way to sneak him on this list.
1: Uh,
0: but yeah, I think Josh Allen, um, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, uh, 60. The thing that jumps out is the 69% completion percentage, which yeah. even when he was coming out of college, even the biggest optimist of his. Would have never been like, hey, you know, when if you're mapping out what the formula was going to be for him to be a great quarterback, never was it going to start with almost seventy percent completion percentage. Dude, and he they just turned himself
1: talking about those that fifty four percent completion oh percentage of why he was at Wyoming. They didn't yeah. just harp on that. I mean, even Todd his first would he, that.
0: Even his first two years in the NFL, he was you know mid fifties. I think he was like fifty two percent his or his first year in Buffalo. So.
1: Chad, it, let's be real. Before last season, right, right before the season started, this was one of the biggest questions: Are, Is Buffalo gonna? This is it for Josh Allen. He right? was like, either he's gonna make it or else Buffalo is drafting somebody in 2021.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was in that Sam Darnold <laughs> conversation. He, him, and Sam Darnold were basically in the same spot last year, and Josh Allen just exceeded anyone's expect anyone's expectations. So I, I have him as my number four guy. Um I love their team. We're gonna talk about their coach later on. Little spoiler alert. Um, and I'm just all in on Josh Allen. And I will give a I will give some credit to my brother Ethan, who um, was really the first guy that I knew who was on Josh Allen. So shout out to mm. Ethan. Um, shout out, Ethan. Johnny, who who do you have in your four spot, boss?
1: So I'm not gonna to talk to him uh, because I already talked about him. And that's Tom Brady for me, right? Okay. Uh, look, I I still think he's a hell of a quarterback. Um, yep. It, it, I couldn't leave him out of my top five, and, and yeah, I, I mean that's right be
0: Ridiculous, yeah.
1: But uh, but I'll give you where I put I put Josh Allen right because I did the full thirty two, A- and oh, I had wow. him at eight. I had See, him at eight.
0: The- this is why I like you, man, because you do even more homework than expected. Because I definitely didn't do the full thirty-two.
1: Don't, don't, guys, don't let him lie to you. He, <laughs> he does the notes for every show. I just okay, show up. You're right.
0: I ranked all hundred quarterbacks in the league. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, so talk to me. I was gonna say, talk to me about Allen then, because what do you see? I felt like four to eight is kind of a big enough gap that we might see something different.
1: The only thing that I want to see from him now consistency? is consistency, okay. right? Because the guys that I have ahead of him i'm gonna skip my number five but then i kind of give it away but it's it's my six and seven are matt stafford and lamar jackson i think matt stafford is in a similar situation as the the sean watson but now he gets an opportunity to get out of the bad situation right yeah he he gets to 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 play for a guy that loves quarterbacks and sean McVay and and lamar jackson we can give him all the shit that we want to about his playoffs the dude is a is, is a really good regular season quarterback.
0: Yeah, right? I mean, if, if if you, you have, have him on your, your, yeah, if you, you have him ahead. on your team as your quarterback, you're pretty much ten wins. I feel yeah. like
1: right because he he can always rely on his legs to make things happen. Yeah, and he does have the arm strength, you know, to get the ball where he needs to get. Accuracy is an issue, but. We see, like you said, he can win you football games, yeah. right? And, and, and by the way, out. he gets at, you wins.
0: His accuracy is still a question mark, but I'll, I will still give him credit. It is much improved from when he was in college, because when oh, he was no in college, doubt. he because when he was in college, he would just miss throws, just wide open, easy throws in the short game. So, right. and, and he so, doesn't do that anymore. So, I, I give him that credit.
1: And and, and and then after that, Josh Allen is my guy. I just want to see one more year. If you do, if you give me one more year, even though probability, I I, I think he can, right? I think he's going to be right around these numbers. Uh, yeah. You know, 30, 35 touchdowns. I can see them between 35 and 40. Uh, because the thing for him, the division is going to get a little bit stronger, in my opinion. So he might struggle in some of these games. But, dude uh just give if you give if he had two back-to-back years like that absolutely i would even put him in my top 2
0: wow yeah i mean yeah I, that's the thing i know you're a fan of allen so yeah the consistency yeah. questions definitely make sense um and that's you know that's something that i would like to see from him as well you know obviously i want to see him can he even get you know add even a little bit more to his game this season yeah. coming up who knows i think i mean after last year we have to revisit what we think the ceiling is for this guy so um, oh, no doubt. Really excited to see him coming up in, in what will be his fourth year. So, Jonathan, you, you said you kind of gave the rest of your list away, so I take it we have the same guy here at five? Yes, we do. Okay, and that is Russell Hustle and Bustle Wilson. Yeah, uh, man. I think that's one of the funniest nicknames in, in the NFL because I don't even know what that means. Um, but 69% completion percentage this past year, yep. 40 touchdowns, Yeah. which – That just jumped out to me because I still, I feel like in some parts of the NFL and and trust me, the, the media in the first half of this past season did a great job of trying to kill this narrative. But there was still a stigma around Russell Wilson, I feel like, where it was like he was a really great quarterback for a guy who was going to be a game manager. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and now it's just like, forget all that. You know, they have the let Russ cook. And and then after that, they immediately started uh, going in the shitter, which I thought was funny. Um, but, like, you know, with that being said, I still kind of agree with it. He is one of the best in the game, one of the most consistent in the game. Mm-hmm. And I would say just leadership-wise, there's a chance I'd probably take him over any any other guy on this list.
1: Okay there's one knock on him especially with with last year
0: yeah talk to me
1: started out too really hot
0: yep finished very cold
1: very 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 cold um uh, and that bothers me about russell wilson a little bit
0: didn't you feel like to me i mean this was to me when i would watch him i just felt like he was putting too much pressure on himself because he knew his Defense wasn't going to help him out at all. Kind of like what we were talking about with Deshaun Watson, but just a, a better team uh, was what Wilson was on.
1: I, I think he kind of put that on himself too. Oh, this whole let yep. Re- Russell Cook shit. Yeah, no, you, that's true. That's fair. I mean, like, you you wanted it. you He seems like you. Yeah, he wasn't media, shying away from it. That's right. Yeah, sure. You've kind of forced Pete Cara to kind of relook at what he had. Now, the Seahawks have a lot of issues. Uh, I think that they need to do a better job in the running game to protect Russell Wilson. Um, therefore, I get it. But you're the one who came out, you know, in the season wanting to throw for three, four hundred yards. Yep. And I get it. You have DK Metcalf, right? Like I, I, I get it, but. Let let the game run its course. If you don't need to throw for forty, you know, forty times a game, don't throw for forty times a game. Don't feel like you're pressured to throw forty times a game. At the end of the day, if you can't, it, all we want to know is if you have to do it, then do it. We yep. know you can do it. You're a very talented quarterback. You're you're a, like Russell Wilson's ability to escape the pocket, keep his eyes down the field, and then throw a freaking accurate pass. It's so frustrating against when he's playing against your team. But Absolutely. It's so beautiful to watch. And and, and that's why he belongs in the top five. Man, I just need to see consistency throughout the whole season because we all, we've we been talking the last few years right off the gate. Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate, and things just kind of slide down towards the latter end of the season.
0: Yeah. No, I could could not agree with you more. Could not agree with you more. And, you know, I think that's why we both have him in this five spot. Um all right, boss. Now we're going to going to get sour. We're going to have to eat our vegetables Ooh. now. Um and we can go through this one actually a little bit quicker. Um bottom five quarterbacks. We'll go Did you are you going to go tw- 28 to 32 or 32? I'm go- I want to start with 32 who you have as the very last ranked guy.
1: Ooh, okay. So I I wanted to add a caveat, throw a ranch in there, right? <laughs> okay. I did not give a lot of respect <laughs> Two rookies. Two rookies. Okay, because okay. they have they, never played. There's only yeah. one veteran who was, was listed number thirty six on my on my on my on my on my board here. Um, but then I can start at thirty one, which which is my first full time guy. Okay. So you want me to start at thirty six, or you want to start at thirty two for you? Who do you guys? The worst guy.
0: I for, for me my to me I think the worst quarterback this year is going to be Jalen Hurts. And it's not – I know. I get it. I know I'm a Cowboys fan. I know. I hate Philly, blah, 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 Uh, although Howie Roseman does suck. Well, forget
1: forget the foreplay. I'll just be honest. He's my second-worst quarterback, but go ahead.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so um, 52% completion percentage last year. It was just like he won that one Saints game, and everyone was like, (laughs) holy shit, Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the last, like, two-and-a-half, games of the season he looked like dog shit and people were like oh philly tanked by benching him in the second half it's like or maybe they just wanted to see if someone could actually play because at that point jalen hurts couldn't he was not doing well for them at that point um Chad, and and Chad. also yeah talk to me
1: everything is pointing at this point that they're trying to figure out their quarterback situation next year They t- yeah, exactly everything exactly to line themselves up for a 2022 draft
0: Exactly, and and you know what's scary is? I heard someone say on a uh, TV show, I think, at some point, they were like, oh, well, Jalen Hurts was never drafted to be a starting quarterback. What? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a top 45 pick. If you're taking a quarterback in the top 45, what the fuck are
1: you drafting him to be?
0: I, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I, I mean, that's just... <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And like like I mean like you said, we both clearly have concerns about him cuz he's on both of our lists very very low. Um yeah. we we can go ahead to you next. So you're saying you had all rookies from 36 to 32. No. Uh
1: I have all rookies from 32 to 35. The only guy that kind of made it up up there is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, okay. I but got my you. worst my worst quarterback that's a non-rookie. Yep. Taysom Hill.
0: <laughs> so okay, so so that's the thing I wanted to talk to you about is is he gonna be the starter? Because I put Jameis Winston when I was considering my
1: guys. And oh, I have oh, oh. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't I know just whether say he's whatever. A or not I just yeah. think he sucks.
0: We can just talk about the Saints QB situation in general, because I have Winston in my bottom five. Yeah. And and I would have Hill there as well. Um uh-huh. Taysom Hill is awesome when you have Drew Brees. <laughs> But then it's like, then you have Jameis Winston and all of a sudden Taysom Hill is not so awesome. And Jameis Winston's awesome when you have Taysom Hill and Drew Brees, but then you just have (laughs) Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. So I don't know, man. I I don't know what to expect from the Saints this year. I've I've talked myself into maybe them being half decent. I've Mm -hmm. talked myself into them being, you know, contending with Houston for the worst record in the league. So I have no idea. I just know I, mean, I don't think their quarterback play is going to be good.
1: They're spending a lot of money in other parts of the field, right? So yep. they're trying to keep that core together. Um, honestly, I say blow it up so you can get a, a, a chance at a good quarterback, a young quarterback, you know, in, in the next draft. Um, I have no faith in him at all. And you know what, Chad? I'm not even going to bother expanding my my opinion here because I think you summed it up perfectly way better than i thought he's good (laughs) when drew Brees is there right he's good when he's coming in for a few games and he's splitting some so some time with Jameis winston when that team is a fully loaded team where your defense is keeping you in games when you have alvin kamara and and, and, the levante Murray. but 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 now teams are just gonna be like dude you still haven't shed the light that you're just a gadget player who plays the quarterback position so to me, for, so as far as my my least favorite, my worst quarterback that has starting experience in the NFL, it's Taysom Hill.
0: Nice. I mean, not nice, but yeah, I'm I'm there with you. I don't think the Saints uh-huh. are going to have a very good QB room this year. Um, yeah. moving. So I guess this is kind of just really we're talking about five guys, not necessarily in order. Right. I already talked about a couple. You've talked about a couple. Your your
1: your, your next guy is my next guy too. <laughs> Drew, Drew Locke. Yep. And you know
0: what's sad is I feel like there were. You know, maybe you did some revision or re- some revising in the off season, but yeah. at last year, I felt like you were kind of a sneaky Drew Lock
1: guy. I no, I am a Drew Lock guy, but this is what I did, Chad. Right? This is what I had to do. I couldn't <laughs> just pick top five and bottom five. I had to list all these guys out. Yeah. So you start going like this guy or this guy, this guy yep. or this guy, yep. this guy or this guy. Next <laughs> and then before you know,
0: you know it, Drew Lock's the third lowest guy Drew, on Drew, your list.
1: <laughs> Drew Lock is my thirty-first ranked quarterback, and he is. <laughs> Ahead only of Jalen Hurts and Taysom Hill as veterans, right? Because then I have Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields and Mac Jones. Yeah. You know, and then Taysom. Look, I I am a guy. Like, I feel like you have a future, right? Like, I think you could do better, but just the guys ahead of you are better than you at this stage. And there's nothing I can do about that. So, yeah. And I don't think the Teddy
0: Bridgewater thing was a bring in just to be the veteran. He's
1: not even on my list, man. No, yeah. no, no. But
0: I'm saying like bringing him in wasn't just the move to get a veteran. It was a move that, hey, we might actually have to use you if Drew yeah. Locke doesn't get his shit together. Yeah. So definitely a warning sign for Drew Locke in this. I think this is he's in that Sam Darnold from last year type of category, you know, make or break type yeah. of season. Um, and he might not even get the full year. So who knows? um mo- Oh, what were you going to say, boss?
1: No, I'm just going to say this is it. Th- yep. th- this is it. Like, look, we, we, we understand that, th- that there were injuries last year. Uh, you know, you, you lost Carla's Son. Jerry Judy did not have the, the expected rookie seasons he was supposed to have. But now, you know, you're going to get Judy in his second year. You're going to get Carlison back from his injury. You have Noah Fant. You have Garrett Bowles. Uh, offensive line, I need a little bit of work, but I think they got it. Uh, You have Melvin Gordon. So it's it's that what we talked about before last season he, this is another 3rd year quarterback where we're yep. giving you all the tools now yeah, coaching kind of coaching kind of holds him back in my opinion Vic Vanjo is not a an offensive minded coach yep, uh, absolutely. And, and and that can have a, a an, an impact on your growth unfortunately for his career because if this dude doesn't come out and throw for 25 touchdowns this year eh, I don't see him being the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos in 2022
0: yeah, yeah, me either, boss. And um you know, we're going to go ahead. I know we haven't wrapped up our top 5 yet, but we're going to take a super quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish our our bottom 5, excuse me. We're going to finish our bottom 5 and then we're going to go straight into the coaches, boss. So, we'll see you guys on the other side. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to the Lazy Boy QBs podcast, boss. As we left off, or we were left off, we were talking about bottom five QBs. Um, just to recap, we had mentioned Jalen Hurts, Drew Locke, Both of us had them on the on our list. Yep. We talked about the Saints QB situation. Yep. Um, whether it, whether it's if it's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, neither right. Not believe, not big believers in either guy um i want to kind of skip over the rookies but just for me i had zach wilson in my bottom five um because i think it's one i feel like we've done enough talking about them just over the course of the past couple months or the past Mm -hmm. couple pods that we've done um, since we were so draft heavy and also you know i don't want us to really have i don't want us to end up being on old takes exposed because like we were talking about with quarterbacks you know that were rookies last year you really have no idea what to expect Until you actually see him until it's no shit Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock and there are 22 NFL guys on the field. That's right. So um, I'm just going to save both of us on that one because I know I would have probably said something that would look stupid Mm -hmm. on a take in two years. Uh, (laughs) um, The next guy that I have, though, and I actually had Zach Wilson ranked ahead of this guy, so this is my number 30 quarterback. Um, Mm -hmm. I have Cam Newton, who – you know, it's weird when you look at some of the raw numbers, 65% completion percentage, 7.2 yards per attempt, you're like, "Man, all right, he was, you know, he wasn't great by any means, but he wasn't like the worst quarterback in the league." Mm-hmm. Um and then you look at some of this other stuff, 47 QBR, horrible. Mm-hmm. And then the scariest part, eight touchdowns, 10 interceptions last year. Yeah.
1: But he, had the, he did have a lot of rushing touchdowns. I think he had, like, like 12 he, of them.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, he did. He did have a lot of rushing touchdowns, but... Um,
1: he doesn't play running back.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, if this were top five <laughs> running backs, that'd be awesome,
1: man. That would really be awesome.
0: Uh, one, I don't even know if Cam Newton's... I, I hope he's not the starter the entire year. I know that sounds horrible. I'm not asking for people to lose their jobs or anything, but... You know, I just really hope Mac Jones gets a chance, and I think he will at some point this year. Um, all the reports that I've heard out of camp, or that we've both kind of probably read and seen, is that a lot of guys already love him and are starting to kind of gravitate towards him and yep. his, his, his swag that he has on the field. Um, but, yeah, Newton I have in this spot, because it seems like he's going to be the starter at least for week one, or it's going to be hard for Mac Jones to knock him off the pedestal by week one. Um, but, yeah, man, he – he was just throwing. The, the scary thing to me with last year, like uh-huh. I get it, right? He had COVID, and yep. I think he didn't have a full off season and all this other stuff. When you're skip, when you're throwing bounce passes on out routes, that don't got shit to do with training camp. That don't got shit to do with any of this other stuff.
1: Like, Chad, he looks so good in the shorts and the yeah, I know, in the I I know, season.
0: I know. Well, no, 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 you forgot the black and white video where he was playing music in the background, lifting weights. Because apparently, mm. he's the only guy that does that works out in the off mm. You know that, right? If well, you don't post, I, I, if you don't post it on social media, you've never worked out before. Um, I'm not most, sure if you're aware of most of
1: most death. Yeah. I'm yeah <laughs> I mean I, I, I tend to forget sometimes I'm sorry
0: <laughs> um but yeah so I just I don't know I, I don't see it really from Cam Newton and I'm not look disclaiming him as what he was before but he's just at yeah. a different point now he's had yeah. two it's like what I said about Blake I've said about Blake Griffin in the NBA he's just had too many injuries and I just don't think he's to the point where he can really ever return to himself or even really a close version of that
1: Hey, hey Chad, you know what I'm doing right now?
0: I have no idea. What's that boss?
1: I'm on Amazon and I'm looking at clipboards because I want to ship one to Cam <laughs> Come on, man uh,
0: I know if he uh, starts uh, over half of the season uh, for them. I'll be crushed.
1: I'll be crushed out of here I and, mean and you you, you should be cheering. Happened?
0: You should be cheering for it as a Dolphins
1: fan <laughs> But, but you know, I like to see rookies, you know, like you yeah. know, it's cool. It's exciting. It's a new guy and, and, and honestly I'm glad that we have a preseason because this is how I feel, right? If if Mac Jones comes out burning in the preseason, kind of like a Dak Prescott or a Russell Wilson in their rookie rookie seasons, Cam, Cam is not going to start Week One against the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm just Absolutely. letting you know that right now. Bill's going to be like, you know, Cam, we really appreciate you being here. You are a great veteran. You're just not a starter yeah. for us. Okay? I mean, that's that's yeah. what the
0: Patriots culture is all about. It's all right? about putting the best guys out there and not showing exactly. bias or any of that stuff. So, so I have faith that Bill will do the right thing if it comes down to that, which I think so it will. My,
1: my guy here next on the list, uh, it was a coin flip between him and Cam. Uh, it's it Andy Dalton. Oh shit, I forgot it. Yeah, he does have a chance. Yeah, he has a chance to be the starter. Fuck. And, you know, Fuck. It, it, it's, I, I, I was just a little bit disappointed with how Andy played uh, for the Cowboys last year. I, I thought that he really gave him a, a good chance to win more football games than he did. Uh, and I know it's a team sport and the defense was awful. But, you know, with that type of receiving core, I was just expecting more from, from Andy Dorn. Um, I was expecting you know, high quality started level, at least mid tier level NFL starting quality uh yep. for Mandy Dalton. And I and I didn't get that. I I, I got uh what I, I get from a backup and yep. uh Which is what it, he is it, honestly. It, you know? But if he's if he's on that on that mix, which I don't think he if if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm not starting him in week one, but let's see how training camp goes and you know the whole battle with Justin Fields. Yep but I I, I don't like him. I don't like him, Chad. I
0: I mean, the Bears are definitely, the thing that I will say is, I feel like the Bears are definitely going to start whoever gives them the best chance to win because Matt Nagy is on the Uh hottest of hot seats, so he he doesn't have any time to fuck around. So hopefully he'll just start whoever gives him the best chance to win immediately, which sadly I think is probably going to be Fields, and I don't even like Fields that much.
1: Who's your next guy, man?
0: You know, I'm going to be honest, boss. I when I was doing my my five, the next guy I had was Zach Wilson. Um, but I already mandated that I don't want us to talk about rookies, so I'm kind of out uh-huh. of guys right now.
1: So do you want to you want to hear something funny?
0: <laughs> I do actually. Do you, do
1: you do you know who my next guy is on my list? <sighs> Can I guess? That's not a rookie. Go ahead. Is it Tua? It is Tua.
0: Yeah, that's why I thought it was going to be fun. Well, when you said is it's something funny, I had to think something that would be, you know, my brain. You gave me a good hint. I'll say that.
1: (laughs) I I I had Jameis Winston ranked ahead of Tua by one spot, and and
0: I'm going to be honest. When I did my initial list, I had Mm -hmm. Tua. I had listed Tua right there, right above um, Zach Wilson. Um, but then I thought about it. and I was like, no, nah, I can't put him ahead of Jameis Winston because I watched Jameis Winston throw it to the other team 30 times.
1: But he uh, also threw 33 touchdowns, man.
0: Yeah, but no, yes, but no. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he did, but did he really is what
1: I'm asking. Oh, um, man. So, yeah, I, I,
0: I, I mean, I can't argue with Tua being, in that, being there either, being in that mix at least. I got you. I mean, let's say this. Like I know Deshaun Watson. Like if you have a chance to get him, you go get him. But it's oh, yeah. not like Miami was shying away from any two or from any Deshaun Watson conversations. I feel like. Hey
1: man, you you knew I was all in.
0: Oh no, I know. I <laughs> you definitely knew I was know. All in. We you had the trade set up in your mind. Trust me, I know. You had packed Tua's back. You had already gotten Tua's number that he was going to wear on Houston.
1: I think they would have let him get thirteen.
0: No, probably.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so
0: one. I think he's number one. Yeah, now. I was going to say he's one for you guys, yeah. so I don't know. would have been interesting to see what he'd do, One thirteen. I don't know. I feel like you got to have a yeah. lot of balls to wear one or just be a prick. Um, and I don't feel like two is either one of those.
1: Yeah, I, 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 nice guy. Let's see what the season brings us. We, we'll have time to discuss that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about two a lot over the course of the next handful of weeks and months and all that
1: Yeah, um, well, maybe. maybe we'll see
0: boss let's just go let's go ahead do you have any other quarterback or bottom qbs you want to talk about i want to talk i want to get excited again i want to go back to the top five coaches
1: okay let's do it i mean is it gonna be really a surprise where our number one guy is we have patrick mahomes as unanimous
0: yeah i mean that's the thing is that
1: this guy i feel like
0: we actually can literally like just kind of say his name, and then we can kind of move on. Like, but Bill Belichick, okay, um,
1: the goat.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, literally the greatest coach in NFL history. Yeah. I don't think it's debatable. Um, but you do know that if he if he doesn't uh, take the team to the playoffs this year, then he'll officially um, get no credit for any of those Super Bowls, right? And it'll all be Brady. You know that, right?
1: <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Ball, Sorry, I, ball. I, was,
0: I was trying to do my best Jordan Schultz impersonation. Uh,
1: they're they're going to be above 500 this year, Chad.
0: Okay, well, we'll get into them later. We'll get into them when right. we start doing season previews. Um, Who's the number two coach on your list, boss?
1: C- controversial.
0: Ooh, I like it.
1: Mike Tomlin
0: wow i'm gonna be honest didn't make my five
1: <laughs> didn't make my
0: five and like scary i didn't even like consider him for my five so maybe i'm look, wrong maybe look. i'm wrong
1: 14 seasons now with pittsburgh one yeah. super bowl win not 13 a single playoffs losing. right yeah or, not, yeah no not a single losing season. Yeah, yeah yeah that's what it is that's what it not is, yeah. not a single yeah yeah had, had, a, had a couple of eight eight and eights in there um I, this is a guy that people keep trying to fire every year. Um, I don't know why, because if my team is winning, then like, why the hell am I firing? And pretty much every year in the playoffs, I mean, I either had to face Brady or now I have to face Patrick Mahomes. Um, I, I just like the I like consistency, man. His yeah. teams are tough. He preaches toughness. I mean, just the amount of respect that I think. He deserves for handling Antonio Brown and lavian Bell in that locker room. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't doesn't look like the the easiest guy to deal with bringing in a guy like Minka Fitzpatrick whose whose personality was kind of burned when he's when he left Miami. It, I I just feel like the guy is a really freaking good football coach, man.
0: No, he is. He is 100% underrated. a really good football it, coach. It, it, it's
1: not the, one of the most underrated football coaches in the NFL.
0: Yeah, and hell, maybe I just fell into that trap of underrating him. Cause I mean, when you lay out the facts and stuff, it is very true. He, all the stuff you said is very true about him. It's just, I don't know. To me, the the, the Steelers to me are just a ship pointing in the opposite direction right now. Yeah. Uh, or they're trending. They're a stock that's trending very downward yeah um and i don't think they're gonna have a very good 2021 but that you're right that that's
1: what we keep saying we said that yeah no you're right about the Steelers. And i mean i think i said that this past year us.
0: i think yeah. we said that this past year and then they started 11 and 0 granted it didn't end hot but started 11 and 0 so i mean you know and two
1: years we ago two years ago they started like one and five and yeah well that the was the year, eight, and eight
0: i was gonna say that was the year they had that disaster with uh with the Roethlisberger injuries and all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was still able to be competitive with that squad.
1: Um, with uh, Zach Rudolph over there. Mason, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. Duck Hodges. <laughs> yeah. So, Samford um, stand up. Um, exa- exactly. Samford, not Stanford. Yeah, Samford. yeah.
0: There you go. Um, Voss, my number two guy. Um, you know, you talked about all those accomplishments that Mahomes has had over the past yeah. couple years. Um yeah. those also fall under Andy Reid as well.
1: Yeah, I know. A-
0: Andy ain't bad.
1: Andy ain't bad. Um He's my number 3 guy.
0: Okay, so yeah, l- I, I, let's just talk about him. I think since he I think over the past couple years he's done a great job of reinventing himself as a coach. Yes. I feel like he went from being the guy who you would arguably you know, you know how we talk about Lamar Jackson is a great 58-minute quarterback and a great regular yep. season quarterback and all that? I felt like Andy yep. Reid was the coaching equivalent to that. If mm. you have him, you are guaranteed going to be a very successful regular season team. But that don't mean shit in a close game or in a playoff game. You know? Um, and, and that's how I felt about Andy Reid. But then he broke that once he got a quarterback who was willing to take risks. So Yep. I think it's just the, he's in a perfect marriage, and I think he realizes that. And guess what? Part of that perfect marriage is going to occur in 2021, so I'm factoring it in.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, he has a revamped offensive line to, to protect Patrick Mahomes. That was their weakness in this past Super Bowl. Look, I got the numbers here, man. This guy's been coaching the NFL for 22 years now. Uh, only three losing seasons. Wow. Uh, and, and the Chiefs have had double-digit wins since 2015. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, every year they've it's just been It's not just a, winning. They're they're double-digit win yeah, they, in the been, last six seasons.
0: Yeah, in the sec, since the second half of the 2010s, they've kind of been the hallmark of consistency in the AFC, honestly. Yep. You know, and I think that's a big, huge part of that goes to him, obviously.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, Jonathan, who you got? So you said you had Andy Reid fourth, right? Third. A third, third. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and give who's in my third spot then.
1: Man, whatever.
0: Oh, am I stealing it from you? Am I stealing no, your, one of your no, guys?
1: No, no. You, you, you yeah, I know you have a man crush on this dude. I,
0: I do. I really do. I really do. If it was just bias opinion, I'd probably have him number one, honestly. <laughs> yeah. um, Sean McDermott, I just feel like, has, has built up. You know, he's built up – I talked about Josh Allen, you know, the best turnaround from one season to the next of any quarterback. I feel like McDermott has been the quickest to establish a culture or to, you know, grow a culture and then really mm-hmm. establish it to the point where you know what you're getting from Buffalo. And it didn't take yeah. him 10 years to build that. I think he's been coaching them for, I think, four. This is going to be his fourth season, I believe.
1: Uh, Is it his fourth? I thought or, it was his – Third. No, it is his fourth. No, it okay. is Did he draft Josh Allen? He drafted as, Josh Allen.
0: I, okay, so then it, yeah, so then it's his fourth. This is his fourth year. Yeah. Um Yeah, so this will be his fourth year. And I feel like I know, you know, kind of like what we talked about with Andy Reid and Bill mm-hmm. and and even, you know, Mike Tomlin, honestly, once we once I really evaluated it with open eyes, um, you know what you're gonna really get from Buffalo, I feel like, right, from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, until, no. as long as they have that Allen you know or that Josh Allen Sean McDermott combination I feel like I know what to expect from Buffalo
1: Yeah no 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 doubt right the the ol- the only thing about you know McDermott that I see that I still have a concern is you haven't been doing it for long enough Yeah and, 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 and to me you got to do it for more than 3 or 4 years I know for a quarterback to establish whether the guy is good is 3 or 4 years But how many great quarterbacks do we see have to go through multiple cultures throughout their career, right? So, I think the next step for, for, you know, you said he solidified his culture in Buffalo. Yeah, but we're only talking about two winning seasons so far. You're right. right? You're right. You know, and one of them was a 9-7 and squeak into the playoffs, you know, two years ago. That's and, 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 and i get it i just want to see more i i want to see you dominate the afc east if you tr- if you are who you truly are i think you are doing everything to trend in that direction like yeah. you said but i need a little bit more
0: yeah and i think that they are going to do that this year so oh, that's, no doubt so that's kind of why i, I kind of emphasized, kind of gave him i guess a little bit of extra credit by putting him up there so high um boss who do you have fourth then it was was mcdermott your fourth or
1: oh dude mcdermott was my ninth coach
0: oh fuck me dude yeah yeah we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it i i just when you had said oh fuck i thought it was because i was stealing a guy that you were going to talk about no no um well yeah we talked about the consistency parts i i see why kind of the same thing as the josh allen conversation exactly Um, so go ahead and give me your fourth then boss
1: it's pete carroll yeah yeah. You, you, you want to call the man old? Go ahead and call him uh, unconventional, maybe. But you know he's been in, you know with Seattle for eleven seasons now. He hasn't had a losing season since twenty eleven. This is a team that I feel like every year they have a subpar roster. They yep. seem unable to figure out their offensive line issues. Ever since Marshawn Lynch had left, they they have been unable to figure out the the run the running game issue. Uh, when it comes to receivers they finally hit on, on DJ Metcalf because honestly I don't think Tyler Lockett is a top 25 you know wide receiver in the league maybe a fringe top 25 yeah, he's uh, a nice number 2 idea, guy He's a exactly and that's what he has always been and when you look at that defense I mean ever since the, the, the loss of the Legion of Boom um you, you have I mean you have one stud right in in, in, um, in Billy Wagner yeah. Right? You have that one. Bobby. Stunt, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. But you don't have a premier you know, edge rusher. Yep. Um, I mean, you lost Shaq Griffin, but, like, Shaq Griffin, that even that huge just a name. Mm-hmm. Uh, No more Errol Thomas. I mean, should have won two Super Bowls. This team is always in the playoffs. And, and, and this is, you know, you want to talk about the other guys in that division, which, to me, I have them very high in Kyle Shanahan and, and Sean McVay. But he's the guy who's, in a way, been outclassing them all. So, look, you, you would talk about consistency. I, I think Pete Carroll, he's just going to continue doing this. And, and I don't think he will ever get fired out of Seattle. I think he will know when it's the right time to step down. Also, hell of a coach at USC.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you, I think. I I probably he would have been my sixth guy for my my fifth spot. I was between him and the guy that I ended up choosing. Okay. Um. But yeah, I completely agree. You talked about it. Hasn't had a losing season since twenty eleven, and you could argue there for like a four or five year stretch, mm-hmm. their roster got worse every year. You know, for yeah. a couple of years in a row. So I, I think. The fact that he was still able to stay the course and stay the same and keep that team afloat, more than afloat. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were a contender. They've been a contender. Yeah. yeah, a contender in the NFC pretty much this entire decade. Um, so, yeah, I completely respect what Pete Carroll has done. Um, and like you said, this is a tough, that's a tough division with a bunch of great coaches because yeah. my number four guy is in that division. and my I'm spoiling my five, but my five's in there as well. Um, yeah. And that's Sean McVeigh who's my fourth. You know, another one of those guys who kind of falls into that young category, but at the same time, I just feel like he's had so much success since he became a coach that yep. I kind of feel like he has established himself because I've never seen him really fail. I guess mm-hmm. that one year where they missed the playoffs, you know, was mildly disappointing. But let's be honest, that's a year after the or that's the Super Bowl loss hangover, which we still haven't seen a team able to escape in, in a long time. As well as they had some injuries that year, and let's be honest. They didn't make the playoffs, but they still were like 9-7 and that year. So it's like, you know, I haven't seen Sean McVay be be bad as a coach. And you could arguably put him higher if we're just talking about this year because the stuff that Mm -hmm. he is going to be able to unlock with Stafford under center I think is going to be so fun. They're a team that I, for the first couple weeks, like I just want to make sure I watch them no matter what because I think they're going to be electric and I think they're really going to bring some life. Whatever life they can get out of that – Whatever, like they can extract out of that L.A. stadium, I think they're going to find a way to.
1: I mean, he's my number five guy. Yep. You know, yep. uh, and like you said, we talk about consistency, but this guy has been winning since he came into the league. And what what you you said, you know, as far as um no achieving, you know, overachieving in a way with a subpar quarterback, at least you know you you, you know the, the the Rams organization was able to kind of recognize that despite giving golf a, a a ridiculous contract they were, you know they they've been able to figure themselves out this is a team that plays without first round picks you know yep. yeah. uh it, it was when they see something shiny they go for it they pay it you know and if it doesn't work out they find a way to, to get out of it right yep. um, we have seen that with Brandon cooks uh, i think they give sammy Watkins a huge deal uh you know it's it, it, same thing with jared goff no uh, and maybe I kind of fell in love with him a little bit more, you know, during hard knocks. Uh, he's just a fucking, fucking cool guy, you know? Oh, yeah, um, 100%. And, and, and you're, you're absolutely right. I think this guy is going to be in L.A. for a very long time. He fits His personality fits the city. He absolutely. fits what the NFL wants for that city. And, and you know, now he gets a, a superstar quarterback. A guy that I told you, he was my sixth quarterback in, yeah. in, in my rankings. He Matt Stafford, you know? Yeah, and he's my sixth guy.
0: Yeah, and I was thinking about him. You know, I wanted to squeeze him in my top five as well. So, right. like, we know what type of player he is. Um, and now to get to work with, you know, a, a top five coach who's yep. an offensive genius, I think is just going to be amazing to watch. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I'll just – you said McVay was your five, so I'll just go ahead and yeah. reveal my fifth guy. I have Kyle Shanahan in this spot. Mm-hmm. Um, my number six guy. Yeah. I mean, look, yep. man, there, there there are a lot of just really good coaches in the NFL. It's hard when you when you're just looking for a top five. It's like, well, there are you know probably seven or eight guys you could truly argue for these five spots. Really, four because Belichick's in. Um, you know, Bell You're not taking Bella, You're not getting a spot off Belichick. Um, <laughs> Shanahan, I feel like has become. You know, I don't know if he's under. I don't know if he's underrated because they did go to the Super Bowl two years ago and were you know one completion basically away from really making it interesting. Um, six and ten last year dealt with a lot of injuries. What we've seen is when when Garoppolo goes down and then the rest of the team goes down, um, that's usually a bad sign for them, and he's not going to do that great. But newsflash that's every other coach in the NFL as well. Um, we've really seen him have a full roster for one year, and they went to the Super Bowl. So while it's not the same as the McVeigh, hey, I've only seen you succeed. When I've seen Shanahan with a full deck of cards, he's been successful. So I like that about him. And and he also has a little bit of that offensive, you know, genius part with him. But I also think he's able to he, – he establishes a culture of toughness, which I don't think a lot of offensive-minded guys can do, but he's been able to do it, I think, in San Francisco.
1: Can I be honest?
0: No, you always can. I hope you do.
1: As much as I like Kyle Shanahan, seat got to be a little bit hot this year.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. For sure.
1: You know. And it, I f- think that's f- weird four four for. seasons. People. Only, be only one winning one. season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it'll be hard for people to say, wait, you have him in your top, you know, five or six, yeah. but you think he's on the hot seat. Hey. Yeah. That's just how competitive. There's a reason there are only 32 of them.
1: Yeah. You and
0: know.
1: Because number one, right. Like I said. Out of four seasons, only one winning season, and you're right. That's the Super Bowl season. And you can come up with every single excuse out there about injuries. Guess what? Injuries are part of the NFL, and coaches do get fired over that. They, Absolutely. They, GMs don't care. And then I think, like you said, it's it's probably the toughest division in football, right?
0: Yes. And, oh, by far.
1: You know, he, we, we put... Two other coaches in our top at least I put Pete Carroll in my top five, and you said Pete Carroll was right around that bubble too. Yes. And you got to compete against those guys too. Yeah. And you know what? Those guys are bringing in veteran, established quarterbacks, and you're putting in all your chips. You traded a lot. You and Joe Lynch traded a lot to get Trey Lance. Yeah. So even if Trey Lance is not a, a, you know, a right-off-the-bat winner, you need to show enough. You probably need to show at least 9 and 8 for you to retain your job. Yeah, I'd agree Even with though that. they did get an extension. They got an extension this offseason. I know yeah. they did. I forgot the details. But yeah, you got to but- show some life, man. At least this year. Maybe not this year, but definitely by next year. you got to show me something.
0: 100 percent 100 percent i don't think he's i don't think his seat can be super hot until lance becomes the established starter which i don't know if that'll be this season so mm-hmm. you know i guess but yeah forecasting it's not like his seat isn't as safe as other guys who are in this same kind of category as him yeah which i think is the funny part um hey
1: chat you want to segue into the bottom five coaches and kind of finish off this you know nfc west yeah, I was,
0: I, yeah, we might as well. Um, cause this to me, th- this is another one where I don't really want to put eggs in one way or the other as far as the rankings. But I, I think Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know if he's the worst coach, but he's definitely the most confusing to me. I just, I think that you know when you look at a lot of the wins that they had this season or uh-huh. this past season, it was like. I mean, look at that win they had against Buffalo. I feel like they just had a lot of wins in that type of fashion. Granted, they only had one win where they're Hail Mary, you know, on the last play of the game to DeAndre Hopkins, who's a freak. But And, by the way, Kyler Murray's not too bad either. Um, But the way they ended the year, man, I think just put a real sour taste in a lot of people's mouths, including mine. I mean, they were in prime position for a playoff spot. All of a sudden, they shit the bed the last five-ish games of the season. After yep. I damn near had guaranteed that they were going to make the playoffs, yep. um, and and you know let's be honest, as as Bill Parcells said, I, I believe it was, "You're only as good as your last game." And yep. while I don't think that that's necessarily true, it does matter like how you ended last season, and they didn't end it very well when they were in a position to really set themselves up for success.
1: Yep, they lost games against you know a, a Jared Goff-less, um, no Los Angeles Rams. Uh, you have talent. Don't tell me you don't have talent in that team. You, have talent. you have talent. Uh, you brought in JJ Watt. Not sure how much that, you know, correlates. But if you get him playing 45, 50% of your snaps, it should improve your passwords. You already have Chandler Jones. Uh, you let Hassan Reddick go because, you know, you found Justin Simmons. Stupid, uh, stupid. And, stupid and draft and, and you drafted Zayvon Collins. Uh, you brought in, um... Uh, AJ Green, uh they also brought in big name corner.
0: Did uh, they bring it?
1: No, they did not bring it no, in. No, they let, they
0: got rid of Patrick Peterson. Uh,
1: Patrick Peterson doesn't look very good, buddy. And Chad, I, I didn't I didn't include any rookie coaches in my bottom five. Okay? Okay. That's I have fair. them all I have them all at the bottom. But okay. when you talk about guys that have been in the NFL, Clint, Cliff, Kingsborough Bury it's in the bottom five.
0: Yeah, and I think he's another one of those guys who's on a super-duper hot hot seat, and oh, the yeah. start of the season is going to be crucial for him. Oh, um,
1: uh, and the worst part is, honestly, I'm predicting them to, to, to finish last in the NFC West.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you know what's scary is you could do that and still be in contention for a playoff spot, because that division is just so good. Um, depending on, how, depending on how you can maybe manage that, the division schedule. Uh, I yeah, mean, they were...
1: Would you? They were. You're gonna have to dominate the the non division schedule, which yeah. is kind of hard too.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, boss, let's go ahead and just highlight. So I, I agree with let, you. I don't let, think.
1: Let, let me give you my guys.
0: Yeah. Okay. Talk to it, me. All right.
1: All right. It, it, it's gonna be Joe Judge, and, okay. and he was between him and Gruden. Right. That that yep. was my 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 two guys, and I'm <laughs> like, eh. Joe Judge.
0: Was this for the 32 spot?
1: No, this is for the. Twenty and 21.
0: 20 and twenty
1: one. Yeah, because twenty six or thirty two are my rookie coaches. Oh, oh, oh! I
0: got you. I got you. I got you. Okay.
1: All right. Jo- Joe Judge, Matt Rule. I I felt that he had a disappointing second half. Cliff, Zach Taylor, and Vic Fangio. Now,
0: yeah, those are. I mean, those are my three as well.
1: You know, as far as the rookie coaches look, David Cully is my least favorite coach. Um, <laughs> I just feel followed. so
0: bad. I just feel so bad for him. I didn't even want to put him in the bottom five. And, and, and it's but yeah, funny. he probably deserves it.
1: It's funny. I put Arbor Myers as the next suckiest coach, so number 31. <laughs> and then I put Nick Sirianni at 30. So yeah. we'll pretty much have almost the exact same list.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. we just just mix it up a little bit, Jenga style, and, and so, we've got it.
1: I, I I got a couple of questions for you. then.
0: Okay, talk All to right? me. Let's All focus. Right. I, I don't know if this is it, but let's focus on the guys that are. Are, are you talking <laughs> about? uh on rookie coaches no, no no i'm for, talking uh, about rookie coaches are you talking about rookie coaches or
1: uh, i i i, I what whichever one you want me to focus on
0: okay i was gonna say i want to focus more so on the taylor vangio the guys who got gotcha. a- have already started coaching because i feel like it's <laughs> kind of like quarterbacking as well
1: and and, and, and that's what i want to ask you right zach taylor does he deserve a job at this point point? and like what what the hell like he he's not gonna be back for 2022 right
0: he is six twenty-five and one as a head coach.
1: Yeah, six, six years. Yeah, I know.
0: So That's, I'm, I'm don't,
1: trying to figure out why I, he's still there. I mean, I think Burrow. Who
0: knows him? And I mean, there were points last year where him and Burrow hit it off, and they look kind of good, but. You know, this is kind of one of those where you're going to have to see that really from the beginning of the year because they know that Joe Burrow, they know Joe Burrow is going to be a really good quarterback. They just want mm-hmm. to make sure they have the right coach in play. And it's funny cuz this is what Taylor was kind of brought in as, is an offensive guy who's going to you know, help make a good quarterback turn him into a great quarterback. So this is like if he can't succeed this year, I feel like he's definitely out.
1: What what does it take for him to retain his job?
0: Um He six, six to seven wins, maybe. And I mean, that's the thing is it depends because like you can be a eight or nine win team and it can be ugly and you can be a five or six win team and it can look pretty good. So it's like it's a lot more eye test, I feel like, than it is actual no shit record. But I would well, say if he wins at least seven games, he'll be safe this year. But I don't hey, know how realistic really that is.
1: Really quick. Listen to the podcast from Sean, Sean McVay's podcast and his interview with Kyle Shanahan.
0: Yeah, on uh, Flying Coach.
1: Yeah. Have you listened
0: to that one? I've listened to that podcast, but I haven't listened to that episode, no.
1: They're going to talk about the process sometimes is more important than the result. Absolutely. So, if the process is working, don't worry about the result right away. Eventually, you have to show results, positive results, but worry about the process. And, and, And I think... It kind of applies here to Zach Taylor, and this is kind of a stingy organization. However, I don't think he's, he 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 lasts if he doesn't. I don't, I think it's almost like playoff or bust, man. You can't wow. keep falling behind in that division.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. I think if they don't at least show that they have the foundation that they're going to be better than Pittsburgh next year, at least. Yeah then I think he'll definitely be out. But that's the thing. I don't know what that necessarily looks like. Does that mean you have to win seven games? Is that eight games? Is that, you know, the playoffs? Who knows? So, but I agree with you. He has to definitely take a step forward as far as what the team is looking like and what the foundation is for him to keep his job next year. Yeah. All right, guys. And uh, the next quarterback we have on our list is going to be Vic Vangio from the Denver Broncos. Jonathan, we 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 feel similar. Like we talked about our our, mm-hmm. our bottom three as far as returning coaches really is yep. Kingsbury, Zach Taylor, Vic Fangio.
1: Yep. we've
0: talked about Taylor, talked about Kingsbury. What are you seeing from Vic Fangio this year? Uh, oddly enough, all three of these guys are guys who are heading into their third years as coach. Which you know, I feel like that three year mark is kind of that magical mark, quarterback wise yep. and QB wise, where you can kind of either establish that you have staying power or you're a guy who's going to be you know an Assistant or a backup quarterback or something like that in the future. So, what are you seeing from Vangio that's, that's got him where he is?
1: Well, well, Fangio from, from the outset of his hiring, he he was kind of the unicorn, right? Like everybody, every, all, all these teams are only going defensive guy. As
0: you said, only defensive guy who was hired the year he got right. a job.
1: No, only the only defensive guy, but he was an old guy.
0: Yeah. You I know? mean, the like, exact opposite uh, of basically what every other team is looking for nowadays in a coach.
1: And the best explanation that we've got, you know, from from NFL circles is that, well, he was due, right? It, it, you know, he, he deserved this job because of all the years of service he put into the NFL. And, and I'm like, that's and, the wrong kind of mentality to have when you're hired a football coach, man.
0: Exactly. And also another thing that I think, and organizations fall into crap like this and end up making horrible decisions. So I'm not saying the hiring was horrible, but mm-hmm. I think they could have done better, is you're like, hey man, we need to get our juice back. We need to we need to get to a spot where we're kind of contending again, or where we're making noise, and we want a guy who's been around the block as an assistant who can come in and immediately, you know, give us some spark that'll help us be a playoff team. And that has not happened.
1: No, not at all. Twelve because you, you, know you know Elway because
0: you know doesn't have want anything to do with rebuilding. And, you know, he's no longer in charge anymore, but I'm saying he was the one that made the Fangio hiring.
1: Okay, th- th- do me a favor. You want a guy like Vic Fangio? Do it like the Sean McVay, right? When he first came to L.A., they brought in Wig Phillips, right? Exactly. Y- you know, that's what Vic Fangio is. And they
0: also had a roster that was ready to win. When right. you have Drew Locke as your quarterback, you're, you don't have a roster ready to win.
1: Well, they had Jared Goff over there in in yeah, LA, yeah, right? Fair, like, fair I mean, enough. Let's, fair enough. Let's, let's be honest. Well, but it's we like, know
0: Sean McVay is better than Vic Fangio, so we got to even, you know, help Vic out a, even a little bit more.
1: You and know and, what I and, mean? A, and and I get it. You know, the Rams have you know Aaron Donald, but they still have him. But I I just it, it's such Vic Fangio is so underwhelming. It's so underwhelming because that roster is not as bad as what they put out on the field. And I don't think he can maximize this or knows how to maximize this. He's the guy that he needs that roster to be fully built, ready to win. And he's just kind of playing manager. He's he's not a builder, right? He's not a developer. And, and, and it's, it's very disappointing, in my opinion, Chad. And he is, to me, as far as returning coaches, the worst coach.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think... <coughs> I, don't, I can't really tell. I think because they have a new regime in, I don't think his his seat is as hot. Although who knows? Maybe you know. Sometimes they say your fate is is the same oh, as the guy in, or the guy above you. So you know, they just got rid of the guy above him. Now it's like, hey, it's all on Vic if things don't work out. So yeah. I could easily see. You know, it's like a. It depends on how you look at things. I, I guess I'm looking at it more glass half full. Maybe he makes it through this season. But you know, let's be
1: honest. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't think so because. It, it, well, I mean, again, I, let's go back back to our division, right? Yeah, he that's has true. To play the Chiefs. I I, I I would be surprised if the well, Chargers if, are not better than if, what they were last if year. If
0: the, if they're not miles better than Vegas, then then yeah, he could kiss his job goodbye. N- n-
1: n- not a very high ceiling, or not, not not something to look forward up to.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, it, yeah, that's true. If the Chargers, if we look at them and the Chargers, and we're like. No, you know, and they're not even close to competing for that second spot in the AFC West. Then, yeah, you really gotta look to go elsewhere with that with that coaching spot. Um, Jonathan, like I said, I only made my top five and bottom five. We kind of agreed we don't want to talk about rookies. And the only other guys I had were mm-hmm. Urban Meyer and Nick Sirianni. Are yeah. there any other coaches you want to highlight in this bottom in this you know bottom tier um, of coaches?
1: D- David Culley.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Another another first-year coach that you could throw in there, Urban Meyer. N- Urban Meyer and David Culley both in the same division, so that'll be interesting to see how those two kind of uh, duke it out for the bottom uh, of the, of I, I, the AFC I just, South.
1: I just feel like David Culley has, number one, he was an unpopular hire. Absolutely. Right? He is going into nothing which, to which, a team that's in turmoil without a yeah. franchise quarterback. Yeah. There's no first-round picks there. So, uh, David Culley is going to be a one-year head coach. I'm just just letting you know right now, David Culley will not be a head coach in the NFL in 2022.
0: Yeah, I mean, I probably agree with you. I mean, it felt like even when he got hired, it was like, hey, you want to take this for a year and just get to run a team and then get your brains beat in and then, you know, collect a little bit of money? And he was like, sure. Which, hey, you know, I respect it because – not a lot of people get that opportunity, but at the same time, I kind of feel bad for him because I don't even know truly how much we're going to learn about him as a coach because, like we've talked about, this roster is just so depleted and kind of the organizational situation they're in is just so yep. depleted. Um, but, yeah. He's I feel bad for the guy. Exactly. That, that's really kind of the overarching thing is I just feel more bad for him than anything. But who knows? Maybe they could Maybe they could sneak in win a couple games. I mean, may, probably not, but who knows?
1: Man, yeah, That would that'd be, awesome mean, to,
0: that'd be awesome to see what the odds are of him making it to a second year because I, I, I really agree with you. I just I don't know how plausible it is that he – although what situation is Houston going to be in 12 months from now that makes their job – or really eight or nine months from now that makes that job any more appealing? You know what I'm – by like any uh, of the top, top guys
1: don't they have a first-round pick next year? They get it back, don't they? Yeah, I think they this... get it back.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, they do.
1: That, that, that's that's what makes it appealing. Yeah, that's that, true. The fact that, you know... You could probably have no... the
0: number one pick or close to it.
1: I mean, uh, I, I think you will. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I think even the Jaguars have a better roster up-down than, than, than the Houston Texans. And then... It's gonna be up to them whether they want, you know, Spencer Rattler, who's a hot name, or a uh, 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 Sam Howell, uh, Corral, the kid from Ole Miss. Yeah. Um, Malik. Well, I mean, we, we're now pretty sure we're gonna talk about all these guys coming up this year, but and that's the only thing. You finally get a first round pick again. Yeah. Um, stop even the though, bleeding a little bit. Even though, if they have anything, in that kid from Stanford, that might save I, I'm his t- job.
0: I'm telling you, man, I like that pick when they got him.
1: I did. It was one of our favorite drafts.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And with it for a team who had like five picks. Yeah. So, um, anybody else you want to talk about boss? I kind of feel like I'm wrapped up as far as this bottom tier of coaches. Like I said, I don't want to do it, but you know, we got to be fair.
1: Um, no, look, John Gruden. I mean, I, I know I brought up Joe judge and John Gruden, John Gruden, man
0: but don't you feel like those guys are like a tier even if they are the next worst guys they're still a tier above I feel like from that group that we just talked about
1: yeah to to me Cliff Zach and Vic are in like fuck
0: yeah they're yeah. in hell
1: right now yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you described it perfectly if you have them
0: you're just like going to the office every day like fuck
1: yeah you know like he, he, he they know. That if if they start the season like at two and three or or not two and three but I'll say like two and five, uh, Thanksgiving might you know they might be unemployed by then. So
0: absolutely, Uh, they might not make it to uh and a, to black monday they won't make it to no, black monday
1: no no they all won't all
0: right um <laughs> boss i think this is a good stopping point then for our first returning episode um Ooh. guys you know football is less than the start of the season is what like six weeks away jonathan something the the regular season that something is.
1: like fifth like 50 53 or 54 days yeah
0: man so we're I think excited 54 days which is awesome, because this is episode 54. <laughs> That's right. You guys like how we did that. You guys do. Um, guys, we're going to keep posting more and more, obviously, as we get closer and closer to the season. Probably stick to once a week for now. In a couple of weeks, maybe once preseason, all that starts, we'll go back up yeah. to two a week. And then, of course, you know we're going to be at least twice a week once the season officially starts. So keep looking out for that guys until next time. Um, we appreciate you. We hope that you guys are continuing to like, and subscribe, um, you know, share the podcast and also, you know, hit us up in the email or on Twitter, Jonathan, you do a great job running the Twitter. So thank I salute you, you. you, um, guys go follow it. It's at lazy boy and all the information, you know, for anywhere to find us will be in the description box. Uh, so until next time we will see you guys stay safe. Ciao.